Well, good morning. Praise, praise the Lord, everybody. Grace and peace, beloved of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and I am saying good morning and God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us this morning um, on our uh, three days of prayer and consecration with when Zion Travail's prayer and impartation family. Um, I want to say uh, welcome to the season of Lent. Um, I didn't realize, or I did realize, it just kind of got away from me yesterday when we were talking, and I'm so very thankful that I did obey the leading of the Lord to uh, call uh, prayer today, um, because today is Lent. Uh, Well, today, I'm saying that incorrectly. Today begins the Lenten season. And um, so this is a good day for us to gather and to come together. Um, I do have uh, just a couple of things that I want to share with you. I want to pick up some things that we talked about on yesterday. Uh, I'm looking for a scripture here. I want to pick up some things that we talked about on yesterday. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, this Lenten season um, because I do believe in, um, although over the years, uh, maybe just a few times have I actually observed um, the Lenten season, I do um, feel very strongly uh, that uh, this this time or, or this season is, is a time that we should actually um, really uh, take into serious consideration, observing the entire season and not just today. So today, as you know, or maybe you do not know, uh, today is Ash Wednesday. And today uh, begins the Lenten season. Um, this is the, the season or the time, the 40 days of which when Jesus um, was led into the wilderness to be tempted uh, by the devil. And he was there for 40 days in the wilderness. And so the Lenten season is um, begins today. And it goes up to the Thursday before Good Friday, which commemorates the 40 days of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness where he fasted those days. And so um, the, the, um, the word Lent comes from an old English, English word, um, Lent sin, which means to uh, spring forth. And it comes from another word, which means lengthening of lengthening of the day, which is uh, what it means. But um, this is really a time and a season in Christianity where we take this time to repent, to reflect of uh, things that we know that are um, hindering us. From walking uh, closely uh, with God, it is a time for us really to really just walk in a season really of repentance. Um, And so um, most people will fast on today, which we are doing already. Um, When you see people who have the ash on their heads, um, 
that uh, commemorates or it refers to the, you know, how we would say ashes to ashes, dust to dust, or uh, in the Bible, the meaning of a sackcloth and ashes. In other words, um, it is a symbol of death and sacrifice. Um, So I would just really encourage you, I would like to encourage you, um, of course, we are fasting today, but should you feel led in your spirit, Um, I would encourage you to offer up something over these next 40 days. Now, um, these 40 days do not include Sunday um, when I was doing my study um, and and, uh, talking to um, a bishop who um, is, you know, well-versed in um, the uh, different uh, uh, Christian holidays. does not include Sundays, but I would I would encourage you. I'm I'm feeling led to offer up something uh, for this entire season, this Lent season. Um, to me, that doesn't look like food. Um, it looks like something that's going to be a sacrifice for me. I don't know what that's going to be for you. I don't know if you know if. Um, if waking up at a particular time in the morning, if you don't have a problem waking up in the morning, then that's not going to be a sacrifice for you. But if you're the type of person who, you know, you have a hard time waking up in the morning, then maybe over the next over the, these next forty days, you make a commitment that you're going to wake up at whatever time, and you're going to use that time to pray. Or um, over the next forty days, you're going to make sure that you at least then, you know, 15 minutes daily in prayer um, and, you know, with your Bible or whatever it is, or or maybe, you know, you have a habit that you want to bring before the Lord. I am not um, saying that we are doing this collectively, but I'm, I'm saying that maybe I think that this is something that you should prayerfully consider. And should the Lord lead you to do so, I think that this is a time I feel very strongly in our lives. Okay? All right. So I will be praying with you. I hope you had a successful day yesterday on your fast. Um, Thanks be to God. He gave me the grace. I looked up. It was like 6 o'clock, and I still hadn't eaten anything. And, you know, my brain was like, ooh, I need to eat something. (laughs) But I'm telling you that when you surrender and submit, Um, your desires and your will to God, God will give you the grace. And you know I live by that because I know that it is true. I want to say good morning to those of you who are first-time special guests. I pray that as this may be your first time joining us, it definitely will not be your last time joining us. You can meet us here. We're here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning for prayer. Today is a special day because the first three days of every month is our day, three days of prayer fasting and consecration. We will be concluding on tomorrow at 6 a.m. We will be here on the phone line and we will be on Facebook Live, all right? I want those of you who um, um, feel led to do so, who are called to do so, who are a part of this ministry, uh, who support this ministry, and uh, who feel the leading of the Lord to prepare a um, consecration seed of either $30, 60 or $90. And for those of you who are in between blessings right now, and it's just 
you just don't have it, I want you to prepare an $8 seed or a $21 seed, all right? So bring uh, something to the Lord tomorrow. Let's pick back up talking about breaking these generational sins. Now, if you missed yesterday, you can always go to azizamorrison.com and listen to our replay there. Or if you have an Apple phone, you can download the Apple podcast and pull us up at Aziza Speaks. Or if you have the Spotify platform, you uh, you can download Spotify on your phone and pull us up. I don't know if we're at Aziza Speaks or Aziza Morrison, but um, either way, you can go back and listen to all of our prayers are there. So if you've ever missed a prayer or if you was like, you know what, that one prayer really, really blessed me. I want to go back and get it. Um, you can go back and, and, um, and listen to that. So you can always, your first, if you can't remember the, the download options, always remember AzizaMorrison.com. You can get it there. All right. So yesterday I said that I felt led to talk about and to pray. Our focus would be praying against generational sins. So. I want to pick back up. Um, I want to pick pick that back up, and I want to go to Nehemiah chapter one. I want to go to Nehemiah. Oh, my Bible child! I got one of them Bibles that when you pick it up, the whole thing falls apart. <laughs> Jesus, that's not funny. That's not funny. But at least at least you know I read my Bible, right? Um, all right, let's go to Nehemiah chapter one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read a big chunk of this so you can get the you can get the vision. All right, Nehemiah. Uh, I'm going to read the King James. I'm, I'm sorry, the New Living, New Living NLT. These are the memories of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah, in the late autumn, in the month of Kislev, in the twentieth year of King Art. Artesis reign, I was at the fortress of Susa. Hananiah, one of my brothers, came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah. I asked them about the Jews who had returned from their from captivity and how things were going in Jerusalem. They said to me, things are not going well for those who return to the providence of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down and the gates have been destroyed by fire. When I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned fasted and prayed to the God of heaven. Then I said, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commands, listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying, praying night and day for your people Israel. I confess that we have sinned against you. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. We have sinned terribly by not obeying the commands, decrees, and regulations that you gave us through your servant Moses. Please remember what you told your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful to me, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands and live by them, even then, even if you are exiled to the ends of the earth, I will bring you back to the place I have chosen for my name to be honored. The people you rescued by your great power and strong hand are your servants. Oh, Lord, please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put 
it into his heart to be kind to me. In those days, I was the king's cup bearer. So what's happening here is that um, this is in Nehemiah is an example of confessing corporate sin. He's an example of confessing generational sin. And so what's happening here is that a report um, was brought to Nehemiah that had grieved his heart. And this is when, um, in verse 3, and they said to me, the remnant in the province who survived the city are in great distress and reproach, and the wall of Jerusalem is broken, and its gates are burned down with fire. So this report of what had happened to his people was grieving his heart. And I know many of us are being grieved. You are grieved by the things that that are happening in your family. You're grieved by things that are happening in this nation. You're grieved by things that are happening, you know, in your individual city. And the Bible says in verse 4 that he wept. Not only did he weep, but he mourned for days under this burden. And so often that's what will happen, brothers and sisters, when uh, God begins to reveal things to you and you pick up a burden. Often those of you that's been with the ministry for a while, you will hear me say things like uh, pick up a burden for prayer, pick up a burden for your family, pick up a burden for your city, pick up a burden. And so Nehemiah had picked up this burden um, uh, uh, for um, for this remnant, for for uh, for Judah, he picked up this remnant and he fasted and he prayed for them. And uh, in verse uh, four is what I want to uh, not verse four, but in verse six. Point my point is where I want to get to. The Bible says that he confessed the sins of the sons of Israel and he said. I and my father's house have sinned. We have done these things against you. And so, um, brothers and sisters, I just believe that God wants us. He's looking to heal us. He's looking to heal areas in our families that is broken. God is looking to heal cycles in our family. God is looking to to break generational curses off of our family. But somebody, you and I, somebody has to confess the sin. Somebody has to confess it. Somebody has to be honest with God about what's happening in our bloodline. And so Nehemiah said, I and my father's house have sinned. And so this is our prayer this morning. Father, we have sinned. I and my house, I and my family, we have disobeyed you. We have not done the things that you have told us to do. We have been disobedient to your word. We have not kept your commandments. Uh, We are a, a, a people who know you uh, uh, Nehemiah, Nehemiah said, uh, uh, "We." He, he, he said, I, "I'm confessing these sins." He said, "My family." He said, "We've sinned 
terribly by not obeying your command. We've we've sinned terribly by not obeying what you told us to do. And so many of us can say that. Many of us can say we've not done everything that we know that God has told us to do. No, we know that we've not done everything. And so we're coming this morning confessing our sins to the Lord. And so Nehemiah, he reminded God of his, of his prophetic promise that he gave to Moses. He said, listen, this is what you told Moses. And so when we go back to God in prayer, we always have to remind God of his word. Father, this is what you said, because he is a, he's not like man. He cannot lie if he said it. He will perform it. This is why knowing the word of God is so important because when you go to God in prayer, you cannot just go with your feelings. You cannot just go with your ideas. You have to know what did God say about this particular situation, and then that has to become your prayer focus. It has to become your prayer angle because God only responds to his word. Even his angels, what does the Bible say? The Bible says that his angels hasten to perform his word. And so then he made an appeal. He made an appeal to God on his redemptive work that God would redeem the children of Israel. And so we must make this plea to God. God, you told us that if we would believe in your son, if we would confess with our heart, if we would confess with our mouth, if we would believe in our hearts that that you would redeem us, that you would save us, that you would save our children. Father, I am bringing your word back to you. And so this is how we are praying. And then the Bible, and then the last point is that he also implored God for favor, He asked God, did you read that? Did you read that in um, that last verse there? In 10, he said, oh, Lord, please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. Please grant me success today. Hallelujah. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it in his heart to be kind to me. That's favor. Oh, hallelujah. You can ask God for those of you. You've gone on an interview. Those of you going into a meeting. Those of you, you've got decisions to make. Father, put it in their heart to be kind to me. You need to highlight that scripture. You need to write that scripture down. You need to hide that in your heart. Father, grant me success today. Make this a part of your everyday prayer. Make me a success today. Grant me success. Grant my children success today. Grant my parents success today. Grant uh, my family, grant my friends success today. And, and put it in their heart to be kind to me. Wherever you're going today, those of you that have business meeting and business contracts and, 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 and dealings with clients, put it in their heart to be kind to me. This is how we're praying this morning. And so as we are praying against these demonic cycles, excuse me one second. As we are praying 
against these demonic cycles, as we are praying against these generational sins, as we are praying against these uh, generational curses, you know, there are things that give legal access to these spirits to operate in our lives. You understand that? And so demonic spirits have no true authority to influence any area of your life without legal permission being granted to them. So if there is any type of demonic activity in your family, in your bloodline, it is because that spirit has been given authority and permission. They have a legal right to be there. And so there are uh, certain conditions give demonic spirits uh, access and authority to set up shop where they can exercise oppression in your family, in your finances, in your bloodline. Does that does that make sense? And so I mentioned some things yesterday. I want to go back over them today. For those of you that are, that missed it, you know there are some um, the areas that I'm getting ready to to go over. These are areas where we need to confess generational sins. It's it's necessary. Number one, idolatry. Um, I'm going to give you some verses here. Write these down. I don't have to, we don't have time because it's almost 6:30. You know, I don't really like being too too much over 6:30. Um, write these scriptures down. I, um, idolatry, uh, Exodus 20 verses 1 through 5. Deuteronomy 7 and 5. Also uh, verses 25 through 26. And that's still in Deuteronomy 7. So Deuteronomy 7 and 5 and then 25 to 26. And then 1 Corinthians 10, 19 through 20. All right? So you want to confess any uh, sins of idolatry in your family, in your bloodline. Um, now, we don't really have, like, uh, pagan religions here. Um but if you know that that is something in your family, a lot of new age mysticism, you know, things like that, um, that that becomes, you know, pagan religion. You know, we some of us are going too far left in our spirituality, tapping into all these things, and you're doing them. Um, what's that stuff? They be always joking about them ladies be burning that stuff, that sage and all that kind of stuff. You know, some of us are going to, to don't not, can't nothing cleanse you but the blood of Jesus. <laughs> now, you better know that's the truth. You hear me? You, you better know that's the truth. Can't nothing cleanse you but the Holy Ghost. All right? So, but if you have those, you know, some pagan religions in your, in your family, um, some scriptures to write down is Numbers 35, Numbers chapter 35, verse 52, 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 11, um, also chapter 18 and verse 4, um, and write down Psalm 78, chapter 78, verse 58, and then um, write down 
Jeremiah chapter 19 and verse 5 and chapter 32 and verse 35. Um, You know, shedding innocent blood, abortion is something that needs to be confessed. All right? So if, if you've had an abortion or if you know people in your family that's had an abortion, um, you, you want to you want to uh, confess that 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 opens a doorway for um, the demonic to have legal right because the Bible tells us the scriptures you want to write down Exodus twenty and thirteen number one we shall not kill thou shalt not kill that's Exodus twenty and thirteen but we also should not shed innocent blood that's Genesis nine and six all right. All right. So you also want to write that it's it's so many scriptures about shedding innocent blood. Uh, Leviticus seventeen and eleven. All right. Um, and Numbers thirty five and thirty three. All right. So those are murder and shedding innocent blood. Now, if you've if you've had an abortion, I feel led to say this. This is not for me. We're not. Con- it's not to be condemned. You're not. You're, there's no. There's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit does not come to condemn you. He comes to convict you. There is a difference. The enemy comes to condemn you. But what you want to do is you want to confess your sins. You want to ask God to forgive you and cleanse you, amen, so that that door can be shut, so that the enemy does not have legal right and legal access in your life because of the innocent blood that you shed, amen. Does that help you? Um, Witchcraft, you know, we want to pray against um, witchcraft. Uh, uh, That's going to be Leviticus 20 and verse 6. Uh, let's do this. Let's do. Um, let me give you these, and we'll leave, we'll we'll pray uh, for those of you that need to pray against adultery, sodomy, perversion, and sexual sins that are in your family, that are in your bloodline. Adultery, uh, Leviticus twenty and ten. Sodomy. You know what sodomy is. Leviticus eighteen and twenty two. Also, for those of you who say that's Old Testament, it don't have nothing to do with the New Testament. Homosexuality is addressed in the New Testament in Romans chapter 1, verse 24 through 28. Also, it's in Deuteronomy 23 and 17. And it's also in Leviticus 20 and 13. For those of you who have um, incest in your family, just read all of Leviticus 18, chapter 18, and read all of Leviticus chapter 20. Jesus came to heal us. I feel like crying right now. I feel my spirit is weeping. Though these things are true and real, they may be real and true for your family, for your bloodline. It doesn't have to stay this way. Jesus has redeemed us from the curse. And he has freed us. We need to bring these things to the cross of Jesus Christ and leave them there. Confess them on behalf of your family. Like Nehemiah said, I and my father's house have done these things. All right? Um, Those of you who have a substance abuse or alcoholism or drug abuse in your family, um, you want to read uh, Revelation chapter 17 and 18. 
and you want to really read um, Revelation 21 and 8, all right? Um, and then for those of you that have um, uh, anger in your family, hatred, unforgiving, fighting, cursing, um, I want you to write these scriptures down. And what you're doing um, between today and tomorrow, while we're on this fast, while we're in this Lenten season, you're just taking these things to God in prayer. All right? Um, Joshua 6 and Joshua chapter 6, verse 26. 1 Kings 16 through, I'm sorry, 1 Kings chapter 16 and 34. Proverbs 17 and 13. Matthew chapter 27, verses 24 through 26. And John chapter 19, verse 15. I have a few more for you here. Um, Romans chapter 12 and verse 14, 1 Corinthians 4 and 12, 1 Peter 3 and 9. For those of you that are new and this is your first time, this generally isn't the format, but I feel led to give these scriptures because on our fast, we are breaking generational curses and we are doing it with the power of the word of God and prayer. And so um, those of us, those of you that's been with us know that I normally don't take this kind of time to do this, but this is important. One last scripture for that is going to be uh, Matthew 18. I don't know if I just gave you this, Matthew 18, 20, verses 21 through 35. Um, for those of you who have, um, if there's any um, areas of uh, insubordination in your family where you do not have a proper relationship with those in authority, where you you always try to usurp the authority of other people, um, you have a hard time submitting to authority. Um, a lot of that comes from, um, you know, and I, this is not a gender thing. It's just my own experience, especially women who were not raised with fathers. Um, they have a hard time um, receiving, um, uh, you know, instruction or correction from other men because a father figure was uh, absent in their life. Um, so, you know, if you need to have a proper relationship with those in authority, um, you want to read Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 9. You want to read First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. I have a couple more scriptures here for that. Um, you want to read Judges 16, 20 through 31. And you want to read 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 16. And you want to read Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Now, whatever is dealing, whatever is happening in your family, in your bloodline, you have a scripture here to pray for that, all right? Come on. So now I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to say a quick prayer for you today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I want those of you that are here today to be back tomorrow. Um, remember, we are honoring uh, Lit today. And if you feel led, I want you to pick up um, uh, a sacrifice, all right? Pick up a denial for this Lenten season. And so, Jesus, we love you. 
and we honor you, and we bless thy name for blessing us. We thank you, Father, for uh, being with us on today. I thank you for just the sweet spirit that we feel that your presence is here. We thank you for loving us enough to not leave us in our sins. We thank you, Father, for revealing areas in our family that need to be addressed, that need to be corrected, that need to be confessed. Father, we don't want to stay the way we are. We desire to be healthy and whole. We want our families to be whole. We want our families to be delivered. And so, Father, by the authority that you have given us, we break the cycles of sin in our bloodline. We break the generational curses in our bloodline. As we take today and tomorrow to dig in this word and and find out what your word says about these areas, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, that you would reveal hidden sins, secret sins that are in our hearts. Father, you asked us the question, who shall ascend unto the hills of the Lord? Who shall ascend into his holy place? Only he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, it is our desire that we come before you with clean hands and pure hearts. I confess our, my sins We confess our sins before you. Cleanse us, purge us, make us right. We want to be strengthened in our resolve to obey the things that you have commanded us to. Father, today we pray like Nehemiah. Grant us success on today. We decree and declare that today will be a day of good success. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray, God, that the heart of the king would be turned towards us. Grant us favor in the king's heart, Lord. In the name of Jesus, bless our children. Keep them safe. Remember our parents. Remember our husbands and our wives. Bless everyone that's connected to us today. We come against God in a car accident, Father. We come against any type of uh, injury on today. In the name of Jesus, cover us in your name and in your blood. And we give you praise and we give you glory. We pray today, Father, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart. We pray that they will forever be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. You are our strength and you are our redeemer. But every heart that believes say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you all with the love of the Lord. If you need to go back and get the scriptures, go back and listen to the uh, replay on the website and download the app, um, the Spotify or the Apple Podcast app. Uh, remember, we are fasting today until four o'clock. God will give you the grace, uh, and we will be back here on tomorrow um, at 6 a.m. on the prayer line and on uh, Facebook Live. Don't forget, we are bringing our consecration seed of our $30, $60, or $90, or our 8 or our $21, whatever your faith allows and whatever uh, your finances allows and whatever you are led to do, we are bringing God an offering tomorrow. All right. I love you. I am praying for you, and I trust you are praying for me. God bless you. Walk with Jesus today. Shalom. Bye-bye.